Hello everyone, before we begin, I would like to apologize for the delay. Uh, it's been way too long since the last episode of the Weebcast, and I'm very sorry for it. We've had many technical and personal issues that have prevented us from releasing this, but we're back now, and we're going to be uploading pretty regularly. We've actually had this episode in the can for a while, but uh, it's just taken a little while to get to it. We will return to a regular schedule of two standard-length episodes a month, and maybe a bonus episode or two. What should be our next bonus episode to release will have a huge announcement in it. Very important. I'm not ready to announce it yet, because it is a collaborative thing, but I will say, look forward to that. Follow us on Spotify, bookmark the Anchor page, and of course, uh, enjoy this new episode of the Weepcast. Thank you very much. Hello everyone, I am your host, Big Tony, and this is the Weebcast. Joining me today are our co-hosts, Jejun. Let's get tropical! And Frigg. Oh, I hope I win a Hanada today. Oh, on the price is, I mean, the weed cast is right. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't even start the music. I don't even make it stop. In- introduce the first Today's item. Today's first item is Chinyu. Boo! How much do you think this item's worth, Frigg? Ah, oh man. $5. No, I don't. Alright, Jejun, how about you? I think you gotta pay me to get cheese. Sir, sir, the minimum minimum price is $1 on Price is Right. Okay, one cent. Wrong! Fuck you! It was actually negative $1,000. Fuck! Damn it. Well, on the bright side, at least we don't have to take home a cheat you today. That's true. Yep. Alright. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was terrible. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Weepcast. Um, I am Big Tony, and today I am joined by... <laughs> by Frig and Jejun. Uh, and today, we are doing the anime. This is like the show. We've been hyping this up for months. Um, we've been talking about it basically every episode. Jejun won't shut the fuck up about it. Um, <laughs> except for now that it's over. Um, and that is Healing Good Precure. Uh, I, I am somewhat familiar with Precure, actually. I I found it. I, I was looking at GBA games. And um, I found one of the games based off of the original, and I played it just randomly. Yeah, yeah. And I just played it randomly, and I thought, oh, this is kind of fun. Uh, it was some like it was kind of like Mario versus Donkey Kong, but with pre-cure characters. Oh. Um. And I'm like, what the fuck is this based off of? So I just watched it dubbed, cause like. I don't know, I was like 15 and I wanted to kill myself, so I had basically nothing better to do at the time. It seemed like a good idea back then. And it was kind of funny. Um, 
I play Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker when I was watching it, so I don't remember it that well. <laughs> there was some, like, fucking, like, I think she was, like, Mexican girl named, like, Kaz in it or some shit. I don't fucking know. Or, like, Paz. I think, I think a line, uh, I think a line I don't is fucking the, uh, Mexican. Yeah, I don't know. And, like, and then, like, they blew up a robot. Um, but that's all I know about Precure. Until Jejun started talking about this new show, this healing good, uh, Precure. Uh, and Jejun, would you like to tell us about it? Yeah, so, uh, for those of you who don't know, he, uh, Pretty Cure, it's like a this long-running series of Magical Girl animes. It started in 2004, and it's been going on strong every single year with a new installment. It's It started out as like kind of a, a collaboration between the staff of Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon. If you watch the early seasons, you'll see it has a lot of influences from that. And then it eventually developed into more like the female version of uh, Sentai, or as we know it, Power Rangers. And then it just turned into Yu-Gi-Oh, where it's basically <laughs> just like a 20-minute toy commercials for plastic shit. But this particular season, Healing Good, it's a show about three girls who they're always just having Tano Shi in town. But then the coronavirus shows up and makes this big monster that they have to beat up. And they transform into their... Uh, sort of superhero alter egos the fights are pretty cool for the most part sometimes they're phoned in and the episodes always have a formula where the first half is like a slice of life show and then the second half they're like it's more action oriented and there's a loose connection between the 40 episodes or so mostly for the fact that this is like an anime for like little baby toddlers so there's not like a whole lot you'll miss out if you skip an episode but there was a two-month hiatus around. Yeah. Well, whoa, 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 whoa! Let's um, let's talk about that, because you're you kind of right. you're kind of spilling your spaghetti right now. You're kind of you're kind of oh, saying yeah. everything at once, um, which I can appreciate, because I I don't I don't <laughs> like wasting my fucking time. But anyway, uh, yeah, you mentioned the coronavirus. Interesting thing about this show, it's uh, themed around doctors who are all evil, by the way. Right. I'm not a fan of doctors, but um, this show uh, started around February 21st or February 2nd, 2022, and ended February 20, 20, 21st, 20, 20, yeah, 2020, not 2022. I'm a retard. But anyway, yeah. and the whole theme was doctors, and coronavirus was kind of a thing in China, uh, where it originated, but not in Japan, not in America. Right. So I I think that Bill Gates funded Healing Good Pretty Cure. That's my. I, I don't. I disagree. I think that Healing Good Pretty Cure, you know, Bill Gates saw it and he was so enraged by the girls having Tano Shi that mm -hmm. phoned in coronavirus to Japan in order to shut down Toei Studios so that you know we would be forced to watch the fucking Corvo puppet show instead. Which yeah. get it, we'll get on to the Corbo. We'll talk about the later. fucking Corbo. Yeah, but, uh, the fucking general, will, man. The general gist, and let me know if I'm getting anything wrong, Jin. So every Precure season kind of starts with your main cast of characters as just regular humans until they find their Corbo animal somewhere, and the Corbo animal yeah. like turns them into a Precure, right? So um, yeah, there's basically like. 
the Corbo animals in this one, they came from some shitty place called the Healing Garden, and it's under attack by coronavirus or something, so they have to like find people to become pretty cures so they can like help them uh, fight a battle or whatever. That's essentially the impetus for all the plots, is some character from another world, usually a little marketable mascot plushie type thing, you know, costs these uh, girls and makes them become like a superhero or whatever. Right. So our first two precures that we get in the show, we have um, uh, Aoi Yuki, you know, from FGO. Uh, you know, she plays Shuten Doji. Yes. Uh, in this show, she plays uh, Nodoka. Uh, her and, you know, the character who shall not be named are the first mm. two precures, and Hinata is just kind of casually walking around the mall. And she uh, sees them fighting the, the coronavirus thing, and she really fangirls out because Hinata is a big fan yeah, of the previous seasons of Precure. So within yeah. the universe of the Precure series, you know, the, the last generation Precures are always, like, known by the current generation of Precures, and they kind of look yeah. like superheroes, basically. So, no, you know, I've... I've only seen the first one, Um, but Jejun, there are crossovers, correct? Yeah. So how does that work? So originally they used to have these movies called All Stars, where they had every season crossover, and that was fine when there were just like seven or eight seasons, but now there's like 20, I believe. So now they just do a crossover with like the previous two seasons. And just kind of rotate them out like uh mm-hmm. kind of like how people rotate card sets in like uh, magic the gathering and trading card games yeah. like that except right. not gay yeah exactly yeah so anyway so hinata basically just fangirls over the idea of becoming a pre-cure so they make her one and she gets her little corbo animal is like a mark sandals cat thing that is also a tiger called yon Turan. Out of the shitty Corbo animal mascots, he's probably the best one. Um, yeah, yeah. But when Hinata's also the best cure, so as soon as she yeah. becomes a pre-cure, though, she's now the main character of the show. Um, it's a pretty interesting, you know, a pretty interesting bending of the tropes, because typically, you know, the first character you see is, like, the main character, but, you know, Nodoka really is kind of just, like, a stale piece of plastic in this show. Like, she really... I never really paid much attention to her scenes. I usually just skip her episodes and only watch Hinata's episodes. So Hinata is the main character. Um, yeah. And she is a, you know, <clears throat> she, she's an Emoto, you know. She lives with her Onichan. Uh, no parents around. They run like a little. No. They run like a little clinic thing for dogs or something I, I think i think her brother's like a, a vet or something i wasn't really paying yeah. much attention but uh so that's kind of what they do and uh they encounter this uh corbo dog uh which is like it's like a little dog puppy thing with huge oversized ears yeah oh god it catches coronavirus the corvid dog is constantly dying 
It's like, always Dom. Every fucking episode, whenever something Dom. bad happens, fucking Corbo Dog is, just decides to fucking Dom. start dying of coronavirus yeah. like and a fucking idiot. Nodica has to, like, heal up the Corbo Dog, which Nodica also has coronavirus, so she's sometimes dying as well. Yeah. But I think at some point in the show, they, they just forgot about that because they stopped making her get sick again. Yeah. Um, and that's She got better. That's basically the start of our little journey here. Uh, so these three, these two friends and one third wheel, uh, just kind of. She's more like around. a coworker than a friend, really. That's what I've <laughs> yeah, observed. Yeah, that's, that's how I would <laughs> describe her. You know, Hinata, Nodoka, and They're this always other character later, they have a close relationship. This other, uh, I, I don't even want to say her name yet, but you know, she's she's like a coworker. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I guess I'll work with you, but like, I'm not talking to you after the shit's over. Yeah, um, we we have another uh, great character, uh, Shindoin, I believe. Shindoin. Yeah, I don't. She's like uh, she's, she's like the uh, main character of the bad guys. Yeah, she's um, like she's like the bad guy girl, and she has yeah. she's really hot, and she's voiced by uh, uh, who's the blonde girl from Fate? I Luvia. 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 Yeah, she's voiced. She's by voiced Luvia by Luvia. Um, yeah, she's very hot. Uh, she's she's very basically hot. she's basically like the bad guy's version of Hinata, but like a lawful evil Hinata. You know, if you had like if you had like Hinata in Fate, you would she would be Hinata Alter. You know. Yeah, she's she's basically the best character. She is. Yeah, she's just kind of the best character. Um, yeah, and um, uh, she does the thing. She's like she like kind of wants to kill uh the corbo dog and to be honest like who can blame her you know yeah but she's you know she she's kind of a lovable villain i mean she probably kills people i i don't really i don't care i wasn't really paying attention i i thought she was she yeah was, she killed a dude she's quite sweet um you know she makes a lot of cute expressions um later on in the series she she gets kind of like horns which which makes her even hotter and sluttier looking. Well, she has little uh, things wrapped around her horn, and I'm not a horn. I don't. I'm not. I don't like horns. I think they're gross. But she has like little things wrapped around her horns, and that's cute. Shindoin looks kind of like a like a sexy flight attendant. Yeah, yeah, but like evil. Uh, but not like really. What's the What's the other character? Uh, was it Sumi or whatever? Oh yeah. Uh, so, oh yeah, yeah. We get a fourth cure. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, at the beginning of the second season. Well, um, we wanted Shindoin to become the fourth cure. Yeah, Shindoin was supposed to be the fourth yeah. cure. But Corbo he, got in the fucking writing room. Yeah. He fucking he knocked down does. the door. He always does every this shit. Every time. Every fucking time. Yeah. He fucking always gets these fucking flights to Japan. I need to fucking like steal his passport or some shit. To like prevent him from going there, to fucking stop this shit. He always goes to Japan and like just starts like molesting people until they like fucking like make the changes to the show he wants. The show, yeah. Because yeah. I remember we had Corbo watch an episode with us, and he's like, "Uh, guys, uh, this show's pretty nice, but why isn't there like a mommy character?" Yeah, Ugh, it's yeah. disgusting. I'll, disgusting. Mm, I'll I'll give I'll give uh, Asumi a little bit of credit here. She ends up being less of a mommy and more of just an autistic retard. We find out um, that she's like, even though she's like a twenty-year-old woman, she like literally got created on the day they needed her or whatever. 
And so she doesn't know how to cross the street or eat food or like go to sleep. Like she has to ask Nodoka's little rabbit thing. How, yeah, she's like, how do I sleep? And like, they have to explain it to her. And they taught us how to cross the street. And there's an entire arc where she learns like what uh, what kawaii means, what trying means, how to enjoy things that aren't taking care of the Corbo dog. I mean, a whole lot of yeah. show bits because the character for Asumi does look pretty similar to Chi. And they basically just have their own little arc where it's, you know, Asumi learns to, you know, walk. Asumi learns to eat. Asumi learns to cross the street. She it's doesn't look like Chi at all. Asumi is also uh, a, a violent, cold-blooded killer. Yeah. She, like, murders most of the uh, bad guys yeah, in she, the show. She fucking murdered Shindoin, and I, I got really yeah. sad and really mad. I don't yeah, like Asumi. The other, the other cures just, like, you know, weaken the bad guys, monster, and, and yeah. tell them, you know, go home and, and stop being a bad guy. Yeah, I mean, but that's, that's a like, bro move. Assuming I mean, like, just like... Assuming just like fucking like rips their heart out through their chest and slaughters them. It's yeah. quite violent. I'm not sure if that part would really resonate with the intended audience of uh, 12 childs that are meant to watch it. But uh, I mean, they gotta learn gotta somehow. Learn. I mean, the world is the world is a scary place. The world is a scary place. Sometimes some fucking retarded woman will just like murder you. Yeah. There's a um, Corbo kid. Uh, there's the Corbo bull cut kid arc. Oh, oh fuck, fuck that! Kid. He just literally wrote himself into the show. He wrote like, Corbo in literally blue shoes, and blue shoes and everything. He had blue. Yeah. <sighs> I'm I'm get I'm getting fucking angry just remembering that. I'm getting gamer PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> what was Corbo's <laughs> name in the show? I don't know. Actually, I don't even remember his name. Oh wait, it's Toji. Toji, yeah. yeah, Toji. I hate Toji, and I hate—I fucking hate his sister even more. I guess we're gonna have to—we're gonna have to get to this topic anyway to explain the show, the the elephant in the room, you know. The elephant, yeah. Let me let me talk about this bitch, this the fucking cheese. That is I hate her. I hate her so fucking much. I've been heated on her for almost a year. She's basically the epitome of a Janny. Every single time Nodoka and Hinata want to have their Tanashi, Chiyu butts in and ruins everything by being a wet blanket. Episode 9 was where I determined in my mind to hate her with all my heart. Um, so Hinata takes the other healing girls to the mall for a little shopping trip because she notices that Nodoka is feeling sad. She's not feeling too She's good. Not healing. And, She's not um, healing good. Yeah. Yeah, so she wants to bring the mood up, but she was like, no, Nodoka is feeling a little sick. We need to stop early and just sit on a park bench and drink water. And it's like, fuck off, Chiyu. And when they're taking their photos together, she's like, she doesn't smile. She's like awkward. And even episode one, I knew I wasn't going to like this character because she does the Corbo Ara Ara. And I saw she had like the shoulder draped ponytail that like the Corbo mom that dies in every anime has like an old metal alchemist and control alt delete like you've seen that internet meme right of, like the anime mom <laughs> yeah and episode five had her corbo penguin getting lost and making poor hinata risk her life when she had to throw her her bag at shinduin and then try to beat her up in her civilian mode yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it's really a shame that they, they had to, you know, put her in, but Jijun, talk a little bit about, you know, we, we gotta bring this back to the metaphysics of 
prior, you know, Precure series, you know, we have certain tropes uh, of characters that kind of make their appearance oh, every... Yeah. It's kind of like if you watch Naruto, you know, it's it's like how Sasuke and Naruto are just like ancient descendants of Indra and Ashura, you know, it, yeah, it's kind of that sort yeah. of thing. Uh, yeah, they're like archetypes, archetypes yeah. you know, like you usually have your main girl, she's usually pink, but in the original season they were black and white. Um, they, they did pink from then on. Uh, you got your blue cure, who's usually either the worst or the best. It's insane, because sometimes you get like boring ones like Karen and Chiyu and Saya, but then you get the most based ones of all time, like Erika and Hime. Honestly, they fucked up the blue cure so bad in Healing Good that in the next season that's airing now, they don't even have a blue character, because they just realized yeah. that it, nobody likes them. They just, yeah. yeah. You know, got the yellow girl who's usually the best one like buki and kirara and yayui and uh hinata i mean they're just fan favorites you know they go yeah. really well with the you big know, buki, friend audience buki yeah, is gotta, probably my favorite because you know buki she is very cute she is savage she's, yeah. she's very cute um but i mean kirara also kirara just has very tasty looking on hits and all around just a good character um but uh we're gonna talk a bit, you know, because it, it wouldn't really be an apt description of, of Precure without talking about the big friends, you know, the, <sighs> re the real money makers. Um, so, okay. Culture deciders for the show. And so, Precure is a show made for, uh, I don't know, like five to like ten year old kids. I think it's fair to say. It's probably the age range they're, go age range they're going for like kids and um but you know men grown men really like precure um for you know reasons i guess maybe it's yeah. the excellent writing you know it's it's, it's probably the great comics. writing it, it um, could just but, be you know the, the fact that you know just the, the yellow cure just bring brings you know all the good out of your day you know yeah there's a lot of drama you know in, in uh yeah. Precure writing arcs, you know. You have, it's uh, interesting because there are um, precure products, and uh, we'll talk about precure products. We in in a little bit. We have a lot to say about that. Um, but uh, you can tell which ones are made for like children and which ones are made for you know the big friends. It's <laughs> like it's so it's where like. Does, where does the term big friend come from? Yeah, it's a, it's a nice way of saying otaku. Basically, Ew. one of the movies had like a kind of safety uh, preface thing where they were saying like, grown-ups or big friends in the audience, please sit at the back so you don't block people when you stand up. Yeah. And then it just kind of carried on from there. Yeah, yeah. I believe they had a, uh, I believe they had a sign one time advising big friends to uh, please, you know, shower and... Uh, use deodorant yeah <laughs> or that was that that may have been at the fate movie premiere i forgot which one it was where they did that but uh, did they really do that they did do that at a fate premiere it was like saber on a poster uh reminding you to always shower holy shit i <laughs> hold on fate please uh, look up like look up like fate hygiene poster or something hygiene Booster. I'm just gonna believe it's real. I just believe you. I just believe you. Oh, to me, I will find this fucking thing. 
anyway, go on, go on, Jetjin, about the big friends. Yeah, so, like Frick said, there's products that are obviously intended for children. They're like shitty little McDonald's toys that cost, like, like within 1 yen to 2,000 yens, whatever. And then there's, like, sort of premium products for the adults, like the $40 figurines that have very detailed parts in certain places and it, it's just like yeah i don't think a little kid is going to spend 50 dollars for this like one eighth figurine of a character or whatever i think yeah i think this is for the otakus yes and uh they kind of they kind of influence the uh the direction of the shows i mean i for example am actually a shareholder of uh pretty cure and john precure sends me an email every year kind of like a customer survey he asks Jejun, what do you want to see in the next season of Pretty Cure? Write down your inputs on this and this. And basically, I vetoed out Chiyu. I told them I want more Tanoshi. I want uh, all the episodes to be intact. I want there to be good animation and other stuff that I think is cool and I like. And he said, thank you, my greatest ally. And he did exactly what I asked for. And I couldn't be happy. Jejun has a lot of power in the uh, Pretty Cure world. I mean, you, you really have to, if you want to combat the influences of Corbo in your anime director studio, you have really no other choice but to, you know, take out a loan and buy a lot of shares of stock in the yeah. uh, in John Toei's company in order to, to counterbalance yeah. Corbo's influence. Yeah. I mean, Jijin has so much stock in um, their company that he is the only person that can post... Uh, Pre-cure clips on YouTube without getting them taken down. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's so go back to the, uh, let's go back to the hiatus though, because I feel like it, even though it wasn't you know really depicted in the the storyline of the show, this was like the hidden the hidden additional plot line that was going on in sort of the background. You know, you had uh, what was the episode right before hiatus started? It was episode 12, they fought the new bad guy, the Rat Boy, and the, the final shot it, in the show was Hinata's sad face, like, wondering about her future and stuff, and it was like, this isn't fair, dude, next week was supposed to be her episode, and it was a two-month hiatus, so we missed, like, eight episodes of Healing Good, and every day I would post that feel when no Hinata, day number five, yeah. six, up to, like, 60 fucking days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really funny. And, like, sure fucking Jack. Alright, we're, we're gonna talk about uh, fucking Jack Dorsey fucking gang-stalking us, fucking shutting down our accounts, fucking assaulting everyone. Like, Jack Dorsey is a fucking freak, okay? I'm gonna say yeah. that. He, like, looks like a homeless man. He's fucking insane. He eats out of my fucking trash can. I caught him. I fucking caught his ass. Um... That's why uh, I'm over on Post now, because I, I need to make a new account on Twitter, but uh, I'm on Post for now. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, that's a fucking thing. Yeah, but, uh, when but, but, but Jack down. fucking shut down the Hinata thread. Yeah. Now, we have it archived, I think. Luckily, we have all of it. Luckily, you know, we have a large network of big friends with yeah. a lot of influence in high places, so we were able to get the tweets back. Yeah. And uh, we have them archived. Uh, we even made a, a little video, you know, uh, showcasing yeah. them all. But uh, 
after yeah. the arc was over of the days with no Hinata, you know, we did finally get a new renaissance in uh in precure writing. We now had the weekly synopsises. Yeah. Yeah, would Jejun, you like yeah. To, uh, would you like to read those out now? Because I think None. honestly not all of them, but the best ones you have. Yeah, yeah let's, let's take a we'll good We'll do some highlights. Alright, let me just open this file up. Now, this was when Hinata came back, and I think this is the most beautiful thing I've ever written. How was her episode? Simply put, it was absolute Kino from start to finish. Well worth the wait, and then some. I could wait 1,000 years and 1,000 more just to see her smile. Welcome back, Hinata. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I'll and you know we were we were glad to have her back. Yep. Yeah. When when the hiatus was happening, these bastards at Toei they thought that they could appease us true fans, us real niggas, oh. by having these little puppet shows, and it was it made me so mad because they they weren't real. They were just the Corbo critters. It was very odd. Like they didn't even have a Hinata puppet. No Hinata. It, it just felt like. It made me so mad. How long were these puppet so shows, by the way? Were they? They were like about two five minutes long. each. Yeah, two to yeah. five minutes, I think. But uh, yeah, it was, well, just, it was just gay. It was the little Corbo puppet critters, like teaching you to like wear your mask and you know be a good boy or whatever. Um, yeah, Bill like, Gates. I, I've heard. Bill Gates. I mean, like I said, was this plays into the theory that Bill Gates killed Japan in order to stop you know him. Yeah. Dude, no, Bill Gates no. is like, no. a, a, I've heard he's a big Chiu head. I mean, you know. Yeah. I know a guy. We don't sling that around lightly, but. I don't, you know. I don't, I don't sling these accusations around. Like, 99% of the time, I would not accuse someone of something so awful. Of uh, working for the dreaded domestic terrorist group known as Chiu, you know. Yeah. But, I think Bill Gates might be in line with Chiyu. The only good thing about the Corbo animal puppet shows is the woman who voices the Corbo penguin, uh, my future wife, Hana Takeda. Uh, she also voices Butters in the English, or not the English, the Jap dub of South Park. Um, that's actually part of what influenced the little penguin dude's design, but she has huge fucking titties, and she's also into Yu-Gi-Oh, and she likes doing children's puppet shows. So when I marry her, we're gonna do, uh, like, the manger babies from, not Family Guy, <laughs> King of the Hill, and it's gonna be totally legit. Yeah. Whether she likes it or not, she's gonna be my she wife. She cannot say no. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. I think, you know, another, another sort of parallel that was going on while the show was on hiatus was these, uh, popping ups of, uh, low follower account e-girls on twitter and oh uh, yeah that yeah. kind of coincided you know like you could tell you know the energy was really there for this show and uh they, they had everything they needed but because of bill gates uh bringing coronavirus to japan you know we couldn't we couldn't get our weekly yeah. fix we couldn't get our fish i mean this show when was this show supposed to be over It, it still ran on schedule. They just cut like seven or eight episodes out, and one of the episodes was a fucking recap. Yeah, it was it was forty five episodes, which is pretty short yeah. for this kind of show. The final episode wasn't even a real episode. It was just like them fucking around in the Tanoshi Garden or whatever. Yeah, I mean, 
it is nice to have good Tano she shots, but uh, <laughs> what was the fucking? It was something. It was. I'm sure it was. It was somewhere in one of your reviews there. What was the? Uh, can you read one of the reviews of a Chiu episode? Uh, which one? I I so for the Chiu episodes, I skipped two. One was because. I had I watched uh, the Heaven's Field three movie. Uh, I'll just well, read that one. But but you went back and watched it after, of course, because we have all seen this series uh, yeah. twice twice now. Um, right. Just 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 be. We we you know, watch it one us. time. We watch it one time raw in Japanese via simulcast to our good buddy John Toei gives us access to that. And, yeah. Uh, you have to wait another week to actually see what happened in the episode because there's no subs. Yeah, so for episode 34, what I said was, I skipped this week because it was a Chiu episode. Instead, I went to Heaven's Feel 3. Great movie. It was definitely more interesting than anything having to do with Chiu. I fucking hate that bitch. Next week, <laughs> next week is Beach Volleyball with the Sumi. And oh yeah, here's another one for episode 38. This week's a Chiu episode with their stupid dumb penguin and Corbo Bullcut brother. To hell with this awful character. She's a tumor on this show because she isn't Hanada. <laughs> I'm just gonna eat dinner with my family like a normal person instead of getting mad at a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, how was dinner? It was pretty good. My mom made ribs, and I was like, I'm enjoying this time with my family instead of getting mad at Chiyu. That's good. I made the wise move. Oh, there was one thing I wanted to bring up in regards to the color coatings of the cures now. Yes. If you're familiar with, you know, Japanese high culture, there is a uh, an ancient theatrical art form they have called kabuki. And uh, kabuki is kind of, you know, denoted by these characters with the, you know, they have wacky makeup and really ornate clothing and stuff. But uh, a, lot, a thing a lot of people don't know, though, is that the colors of the markings on kabuki masks when they're doing these plays, uh, they actually denote, like, the type of character they are. So we have different colors, you know, we have red, we have, you know, yellow, black, green. A lot of the same colors that we have with Precures, and I kind of wanted to just sort of read over the descriptions of kabuki colors, and we'll see how these things uh, match up to our experiences with Precure. So let me find these real quick. Kabuki colors. Okay. So we have, uh, let's see, red stands for strength and passion. Okay. I think that makes sense, you know. Uh, you know, Nodica, uh, she gets pretty strong later on. We got purple stands for nobility. I think that makes sense because the, the Corvo mommy character, she is kind of like, she's like some sort of royal king, queen, whatever, in the Corvo dog kingdom. Uh, we have green signals, ghosts, or other kinds of supernatural beings. I think that makes sense. You know, we had uh, Lala, you know, she was green. Uh, she's from outer space. That makes sense. But then we have indigo blue. Uh -oh. Stands for fear and evil. This makeup Ooh. is worn oh. by villains and demons. So well, I think mm. this explains why the blue cure is always dog shit. Like well, yeah. here's the thing. I would, I would, I would describe Chiyu as both villainous and evil and demonic. Like right. it, absolutely, because like you know, there there are villains, there are bad people. I think, 
They but like most bad people aren't demons, but you know. Right, but there is she is is definitely a fucking demon. Chiu is a fucking bitch, and I hope she dies. Well, she did die in the finale. That oh, was yeah, good. Yeah, they did. They did kill her they in the kill finale. Her off. Um, they had uh, a little too late though. It was a little late, you know. You know, some people would consider that a spoiler, but honestly, like, it, I I wouldn't because it it, it makes you want to keep watching the show, right, knowing yeah, that, the word, know, that the villain dies. Yeah, if you don't know that she's gonna really sucks the energy out of the show, thinking that she may make it to the end, just continue mm-hmm. to Tano But thankfully, and what episode was it again, judging? Episode forty four, she dies. Yeah, yeah, she she has uh she finally had a sack of team, which if she really wanted to sacrifice for the team, she could have just quit on episode and made the team a hundred times better. I mean, imagine the show if it was just Nika, Hinata, and Asumi. That would have been yeah. more I, I team. Can't say how I can't I just can't say how much I love Asumi. She's like the most based character because we find out halfway through the show that she doesn't have a job. She just mooches off of Nodoka's parents. She's literally a neat, and she spends all her time uh, just wandering around town with the Corbo animals looking for things to do. And there's eventually an arc where uh, Nodoka's dad and her mom yell at Asumi to stop being a freeloader and get a job, and so she has to like work at the candy store. And then she, she like quits her job halfway through just to go beat up bad guys and then goes back to work. Uh, this is very off topic, but I'm looking at uh, character lists uh, for Yes Precure 5, and uh, there's a character listed just named Nuts, and um, I'm assuming this man is just the Joker, uh, because he's fucking nuts. He's fucking right. twisted, he's twisted psychopath. Fucking psychopath. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Maybe we'll watch that one next. I don't know. I kind of wanted to watch... Uh... I was gonna watch another Precure, I kinda wanna see La La season, I heard that was pretty good. I think it also has the Mexican Cure in it, Elena, she's, she's pretty nice. Yeah, I like Buki, because Buki is saved. Good. Yeah, she's nice. Through Faith alone. What if we paid Buki's voice actress to read My Way to Heaven, that'd be really cool. That'd be in broken English. Yeah. Well, there's be... a, there actually is a Japanese version of Bible Way to Heaven, Mark Sandals showed it to me. Yeah. Based. Doesn't that have like a really anime sounding title? So speaking of um Precure products, um I don't own any. Jejun, you own a few. Uh, would you like to tell us yeah. about um some some of your figures, maybe some of the stuff you own? Yeah, so I got I got a figurine of Buki. It's pretty nice. She's just up on my shelf. She's always watching and protecting me. Uh-huh. Um, I got like. I have some trading card playmats. Those are kind of custom things. It was in one of my Outlaw videos where I have like the Fanta logo and Buki. Yeah. But there, there's one. It's not really mine. I gave it as a birthday present to my mother. Yeah. So let, let me let me let me, uh, let, let me let me set the stage for you. Um, Jejun, I think it was was it Christmas or was it your mom's birthday? It's birthday. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jejun. Um. Yeah, he, but he bought his um, mom some things for his uh, for her birthday, and um, very nice, very good thing of him to do. Um, and he was sharing them with us on Snapchat, <laughs> and um, he's going through the things like, oh, I got some chocolates, I got some flowers, I got the got <laughs> <laughs> the bowl. <laughs> it's just like. 
just like I got the Hinata bowl. It's just a little rice bowl with Hinata's face plastered inside of it. <laughs> I mean, she loved it. She cried when I gave it to her. You could get it pre-wrapped, and she thought it was like the most beautiful little gift bag. Yeah. And she uses it every day. Yeah. Oh. What other things do they have, though? Do they have, uh... Well, Aoyuki, uh, Aoyuki makes chocolates, and she sings about them every episode. Yeah, they're pretty good chocolates. I wish I could find the song. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be playing in the background. Yeah, and then she, uh, she yelps out Oishi. It's very good. Uh, that's how you know it's good chocolate. Uh, speaking of Aoyuki, so she is the actor... Uh, on the show, but she is a uh, pretty big net female uh, voice actresses go in Japan. She voices Shuten Doji. Uh, yeah. In and apparently the reason that she they didn't even contact her to be on this show, she contacted Toei and just said, I'm a really big fan of Precure. I want to be. Is that true? That's pretty much what yeah, happened. Yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah, so Aoi Yuki, because yeah, uh, normally for Precure, they just hire like literally who to voice all the characters you know they just like yeah people off the street usually from jabs and uh, adult content performers they usually yeah, you have, have you have a couple actresses. you have a couple uh, known like not known but like you know Astolfo was in precure at one point some other characters were in precure at one point they were like notable voice actors but no one like that big like right. uh who, who who's the girl that does um megumin that's big now megumin um Rise takahashi i think yeah you, you're not you're gonna, not gonna have anyone bigger like that um for example but you'll you'll have like mid-tier Rie like, takahashi yeah Rie. You're not going to have anyone like that on Precure, but you are going to have, like, kind of smaller to, like, B-list B uh, actors on Precure. But uh, Aoyuki is probably one of the biggest female voice actors, I think. Fair to say, right? I mean, Shuten Doji is... Uh, and she did Shuten Doji, she did... Yeah. Um, everybody rolled for her on FGO, so... And I'd say, yeah. say she, she probably wins. Yeah, she's done a couple. Uh, she did Madoka. Uh, she's doing that fucking spider thing. That fucking. Ah. Uh, Corbo is a Corbo fucker. Corbo made okay? another. Corbo's anime. a fucking fucker. He okay? made another anime about a spider. Uh, I believe, according to Jejun, is used as an hole. Um, I mean, I haven't verified that, but. Well, that, that's what Corbo says he that's uses the spider for. Has, yeah. Yeah. Like, this is like the fucking. Okay. So, it's not even like a Monster Girl thing, which is also fucking gross. It's like a fucking. Normal it's just a spider. Player. It's just a spider. With like an anime girl face. And it's like the grossest shit. It's really fucking gross, and I hate it. Yeah, real shame what happened to Aoyuki. I mean, she's in one of the biggest animes of all time, and then she just goes to being the Corbo on a whole spider. It's, it's tragic. Yeah, it's it's so fucking sad. But um, you know, that's just that's just the way it goes. Um, Corbo, 
know, people talk about, like, um, you know, they, they don't want Western influence in anime. And, you know, I, I, I thought I thought when they said that, they meant... Um, no, you know, I think when most people say that, they, they do mean, like, oh, I don't want any, like, uh, far-left propaganda, yeah, Netflix far stuff. And that's true. That's important really to get do. out of anime. That is very important to keep away from anime. But yeah. something else, some other influence that really needs to be cracked down on is Corbo. Is... Yeah unbearable at how many animes have just been killed by Corbo and his fucking nefarious like actions i hate it it's terrible whenever hinata like opens her mouth really big she like looks like a fumo yeah yeah are there uh healing good fumos yet uh there no, are fumos should. for the new season uh tropical rouge which I guess we could get, uh, we could talk about that a little later too, because Tropical Rouge is definitely, you know, th there was a lot of disasters during the production of this show just due to like everything getting shut down halfway through it. Um, so they kind of, uh, yeah. they kind of had to make an apology to the big friends, and so that's when they came up with the idea for uh, the new season, Tropical Rouge. <laughs> Have we talked about the Hinata cosplayer? Hinata cosplayer? Oh, Panshan? JJ, would you like to tell us about your plan? So, I think I explained this in a previous episode, but just to get you guys up to speed, I have this scheme for how to get a wife. It's basically, I go to these cosplay uh, accounts, I look at, you know, the low follower e-girls that have like maybe 200 or 300 followers, I target them, and I go, I reply guy every single photo of them. I say, I have such a beautiful wife. My wife is so beautiful. This did work with one girl who uh, cosplayed Toho and she called me her husband, but I don't know how sincere that was. But there's one cosplay girl. It's a very special place in my heart. Her name is Panshan. Now she likes to cosplay as Hinata. She's really cute. Uh, unfortunately, oh. on my old account, she blocked me because I kept sending her my weekly reviews. But um, she doesn't know any English at all, so when I tell her that she's my wife, she just kind of nods her head and likes the post. But I mean, Panchan, she's into Precure, Yu-Gi-Oh, and Gundam, and, you know, she's basically my wife. She's like everything I, I care about and like. God. But yeah. It's a very, this is my Susie kind of, kind of feeling when I, when <laughs> yeah. I read the threads. And, uh, you know, sadly though, didn't really work out. You I know? don't. I don't Chan, think she's she, a Susie. She she got a bunch of followers now. I mean, now she's over a thousand. And now she has clout. She really just chewed Jejun up and spit him out. You know, it's it's. Really yeah, it hurts, up. man. It's really fucked it hurts. up. Hurts. My heart's uh, broken. Because of that, I mean, we're just, you know, what has to be done has to be done. <laughs> what does that mean? That makes it sound like you're gonna kill her. What? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Wait a <laughs> no, nothing nothing violent we we do not endorse violence nothing bad is going to happen to pan chan um, she doesn't even cosplay hinata anymore but she's a sad, fucking but, you know, bitch this is kind of a trend in the in the precure fan base where as soon as the new season is announced or spoiled or leaked everyone just drops the current season even if there's like 
four episodes left, they just fucking drop it like a hot potato and get hyped <laughs> for the new thing. It's hilarious. Like, people were drawing Hinata fan art for months and months. And then, as soon as the new season got announced, they just dropped her like a fucking brick. brick <laughs> and started drawing all the new characters instead. It was like, it's honestly amazing how uh, unprincipled and just opportunists <laughs> these just people really are. Like the idea of like you know one one waifu uh you know one waifu one waifu you know like that that idea is just alien to the precure fandom you know it's just i mean they, they would go so far as just you know like throwing out all their figurines yeah, yeah. their body pillows as well, soon as an ounce, well to know? be honest like we're, we're talking about healing good precure right right and it's a good show it's pretty good but like then the next show is out. So like, what the fuck? What the fuck is this show even called? What's he doing called? I don't remember. It's something hacking. Yeah, I, I think remember. it's like hacking good. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty good. It's supposed to be like a comedy oriented show. It's not. It doesn't have a serious plot. Now I don't actually know the plot to any Precure shows because I just watch it all uh, raw, except for the first season because I saw that on TV dubbed, so I actually knew what was going on. But everything else, I just kind of have to assume what's going on and play it by ear. But it's pretty good. Uh, Jeju. So, you you were telling me, um, that there was a, uh, evil plot to put, uh, gay shit in Precure to kind of force it in, which, um, is not common in... Japanese stuff to have that kind of content. Like, like you, you know, you see it a lot in like Western uh, children's entertainment, which sad. You, you know, kind of don't want to force that stuff on kids. <laughs> um, but but I was actually really surprised to hear that um, it was um, in Precure at all, um, even even as minimally as it was. Um, so could you tell us about that? So for three uh, consecutive years, there was a staff member who was kind of a director, character designer, storyboarder named Subota Fumi. And I'm very angry that her name sounds like Fumo because she's cringe and Fumo is her bait. But she was a huge Yuri Rope who had this original character. Um, she has like a gay OC on Twitter that's like this purple haired girl. And for three seasons in a row, I think it was uh, Kira Kira, uh, Maho Tsukai, and, uh, Hugto, she would, like, force gay shit. She would make, like, one of the girls a purple-haired character who had this, like, Yuri bait relationship with another character. It was very cringe, um, and she kept forcing this shit in. And the th her, her third and final year, uh, she got even more, uh, freedom and go-ahead, because the Sailor Moon guy, uh, Junichi Sato, I don't know if it's a man or a woman, but they're a sick- Lamp oil! Because they put like Yuri stuff in Sailor Moon, and I know that's a classic anime that people like. That's kind of why I don't like it as much as other people, because they just have straight up lesbian characters and homos in that show. Yeah, and that's like a '90s '80s thing, uh, which is yeah. kind of uh, bad <laughs> for a yeah. children's show. But um, they had like this character. They had the literal tranny in a uh, Hugto, who was like this little Bombs? Russian kid who was like, oh, I can be a princess, I can be a woman or something. And Kotaku made like an article being like, oh, this is a progressive new anime. And we had all these new fags just like suddenly getting into the fandom. 
because they this one episode had some throwaway line and honestly like he kind of made it as a joke i guess but it was still really gay and she eventually got kicked off the show because even though she had like a person directing the show that was like pro her agenda it wasn't enough and she complained on twitter and backbit the people who were giving her the freedom and reign and so they they cut her loose she's basically been blacklisted from working at uh precure enterprises and you know it, it just makes me mad about this stuff because like I, I i get the magical girls have a lot of yuri bait stuff it shouldn't because it's like an actual children's yeah. show and that's kind yeah. of fucked up to like encourage little kids to be lesbians or something like that's weird yeah it's not normal and they did have another. Where am I going? They had another incident though, where uh, there was this like uh, this like union in Japan of like Toast. creators, the LGBT union or whatever in Japan was like trying to force Toei to hire their people, and they just blanket said no, we will not work with your union, and that was pretty based. Yeah, it's, it's strange because like Toei is like excuse me, pretty fucking big. Like, uh, I, I'm shocked that this was allowed at all. I, I, I think that that is, like, one of the things, like, about this whole genre. Um, because, like, I, I don't know, you see you see magical girl shit, and you think, like, oh, this is, this is a good thing. Uh, I could show this to my kid, but honestly, like, I don't even know. Because, like, there is, like, a lot of, like, fucked up shit in these that's, like, not okay. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, for one, we had, like, you know, I mean, no child should be subjected to Chiyu. No, yeah. We have a blue cure in almost every season, and this is a bad influence. Here's the thing about Chiyu, you know, like, some people are against, like, um, spanking your kids and shit, and... I, I think that's fine. That's biblical. Uh, you know, physical punishment is normal. But if you, like, subject your child to you, like, we're gonna fucking call Child Protective Services on you. Like, you are... that That's an unacceptable behavior. I mean, thankfully, they've just blanket cut out blue hairs all together now, so... Yeah. Tropical Rouge, that one's probably fine, you know. I was actually doing some research as to why uh, this stuff started getting more uh, frequent in the more recent seasons, and they actually, Toei's, uh, what do you call it, broadcast distributor, it changed from a Japanese company to Bain Capital Holdings, which is located in Boston, USA. So, Wait, Bain, yeah, a- Bain owns Toei now? Yeah, B-A-I-N. Oh, it's like some, I don't know, there's a, there's a Boston connection here. I don't know what that has to do, but that, that's more of that Western influence stuff. And I think that's why they started pushing more like homo shit and just like weird, not normal things in some of the more recent seasons. Yeah, that's very disappointing, honestly. Yeah, I, I have no idea. That is very it, strange. It makes no sense the series isn't very popular outside the uh, outside of Japan yet they have made actual efforts to try to like appeal to western uh like a- I don't even know advertisers distributors there's like zero real there's like maybe been two or three seasons that got dubbed and yeah. they still are trying to do stuff to appeal to western sensibilities it makes absolutely no sense yeah, I... it's kind of 
music, no idea. Honestly, honestly I, I, I don't know. I, I think it's because, like, weird, like, Fujoshi women enjoy, um, what's it called? Magical girl shit a lot. Want to corrupt the youth. And so, yeah. Also, and we have another problem. just want to corrupt the youth. What's his name again? Uh, Corbo? Something Adelson. Uh, Jake Adelstein. Jake Adelstein in Japan. He's like uh, working as hard as he can to. You know, yes. Yeah. I mean, to to be honest, like he he's even bigger of a threat than Corbo. Yeah. I mean, he's actually there all the time, as opposed yeah. to having to take a plane every time. Wait, who? Uh, who is this guy? Adelstein. Jake Adelstein is some dude that like um learned Japanese and moved to Japan, and is some journalist that is just like really subversive and weird yeah his whole bit is like going to japan to subvert it and like turn it into like gay usa yeah basically he wants everything to be you know the lesbian couple in uh sailor moon or chiyu like that's all he wants yeah that's horrible what a bastard presents himself in japan as if he's like a representative of like u.s consumers and what they want yeah really wicked yeah, that, yeah that's the thing about this is these uh, f- these foreign companies they don't really look at what you know the consumer is saying um like, like they don't they don't care about what people that actually like watch anime and like buy figures and shit say they, they they care about what journalists and like what weirdos on twitter say right and the and investors. The investors. Let's be real, these investors, they're not like uh, you know, buying these companies to make a profit. They're they're buying them just to like forcibly wrench control to ruin it because they just like they're so fucking vile. Yeah. Well it's it's strange, right? Because you would think that like oh priority number one would be to make money, but no, it's not. <laughs> Priority number one yeah, is, I mean, is, you know, canceling Hinata's show and giving us a fucking puppet show about wearing your mask. Yeah. Oh my god. Let's talk about the chocolates, though. How are, you know, because Jejun, with his special connections to Mr. John Toei, uh, was able to get um, a shipment of uh, Aoyuki's chocolates that she makes. Yeah, yeah she uh, makes yeah. them. She makes them, yeah. Uh, how are those? Um, so they're not actually chocolates, they're like kind of vanilla wafers, and they come with a, a, a Precure card in them. Okay, so I bought like a box of this, uh, and what I do is I'll, I'll give one to my mom for work to eat, and then she gets to, you know, have the cracker or whatever, and then I get the card. That's kind of our little deal, and I'll like pack it in her, her uh, work bag for lunch or whatever. And, I mean, she likes them. She says they're tasty. And, you know, if she's having a bad day, I'll give her one as a, as a treat just to make her feel better. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Okay. But I, I ate a couple myself. They're honestly not very good. But, I mean, I did get a couple of Hinata and Lala and Uni cards. So, I mean, it was worth it. Oh, Yuki, we're sorry. But, yeah. uh... Yeah. You know, your, your chocolate game, you know, you, you gotta step it up a little bit. Yeah, tone it down with the corn syrup, yeah, man. Bro, that's Bill Gates. That's I mean, Bill Gates goyfee, bro. I suppose I would eat them, uh, you know. Yeah, but you're not, so what's going on? 
What other? Oh, there was a the, so the first ending song to the show. Uh, it's a very good song. Um, it's called. It? Uh, what the fuck is it called? Like hug toe link ring, link ring or something. And yeah. it shows all the precures, like you know, doing a, a synchronized dance with this little plastic ring thing. But uh, we never really find out what the link ring is. It's a little unusual because typically the the toy for the show, the McDonald's toy for the show, is like a prop that they actually use, like the wands, you know, or the the little element gems and shit like that, or the harp. But uh, the link ring is never used in the show ever. It, but it's just a toy for the show. But they never are seen holding it except in that outro song, which is a banger. Like yeah. the song, like really slaps. I fucking have no idea what. Honestly, I, I can't, I'm trying about? to think of the what when the fucking what link is ring a link ring? Nobody knows. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm I'm sure they like design the toys first, yeah. and then they make the show, and yeah. they probably were going to have it in there, but just they just they yeah. just didn't. Well, because when Asumi shows up out of nowhere, they have to change the ending so that it incorporates Asumi, so it's like a different synchronized dance, which is okay, but it's... I thought that the first opening or ending was a lot better. Dude, the fucking, like, CGI on the endings... Yeah, it's like... It's really good. It's really interesting, because, like, the whole show is done, like, 2D drawn, except the endings are done in, like photorealistic rendered 3D. Like, they look like a Miku Miku dance scene, but with, like, a ton of filters on it. Yeah, like, Miku Miku dance, but, like, actually... It's like, um... But but it actually looks 2D. I mean, it does and it so doesn't. It 2D, but it's like, you can tell it's, it's obviously... Yeah. It's kind of like, um, Dragon Ball Fighters or, um, the new yeah, Gundy it's Gear. Like, it's like that kind of thing. Yeah, where yeah. it's like, Obviously, it's the same, like, art direction, but, like, a totally different art style. And, uh, it's weird that they only use that for the outro. And, I mean, it looks really nice. Like, the outro is really good, but, uh, I don't know why they did that for just the outro, but not for the rest of the show. Or really, like, anything else in the show. Yeah, I don't know. Um, like, it's pretty cool. game there. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's nice. It's a I mean, good the outro. Really like the song. Really slaps though. It's good. Yeah. I would. I would drive my car with this blasting. Yeah, you should. So um, so I think I think we're about done with healing good. You know, we've kind of said all we can about it. Um, we we've milked it fucking dry. Like there's just like dust coming out of this shit right now. Right. And what do you do, what do you do when, you know, the cures, they, they grow up and they're now, you know, dusty old, you know, Christmas cakes? It's time you move on. It's, it's time, time to move season, on, folks. Fresh cures. Ew. Uh, Hinata? Gross. Chiyu? Gross. Don't yeah. care. Who? Who? Yeah. Who is, who is Hinata? Who is Chiyu? Uh, I forgot, there I was a good names. scene with Nodoka being mind broken. I forgot about that. But, but like I, I don't know who these characters are. All well, I know is um, I know Minatsu and Laura and Coral. You know I know all these people. Uh, yeah. Jujun, why don't you give us a uh, give us an advertisement for Tropicure? Yeah, yeah. All right. So you know, healing good. It kind of got fucked up 
no fault of its own, just kind of Bill Gates, Gates saw Bill Gates, yeah. Hinata and realized it was a threat to his uh, ambitions. So to he was like, we got to stop this. We got to have a two-month hiatus. And, you know, Toei, they're always gracious. They felt really bad for kind of fucking us fans over and cutting out, like, half, I don't know, it was like four episodes or something. It was like a two-month hiatus, and they felt really bad. So they gave, they gave us a brand-new season. It's... Uh, called Tropical Rouge, also known as Tropicure. It's even less serious than Healing Good. I mean, I don't know the plot, but it's it's very like slapstick oriented. It's very colorful. Healing Good had kind of muted, more realistic tones. Tropicure is like super eye-rape neon colors. Uh, it's, it's you know, it's gorgeous. It honestly makes me want to eat like a bag of gummy worms. It's like, yeah. that's the feeling you get. Like Natsu's hair, it looks like a fruit. Right. I would stick a straw yeah. in it and drink it. Yeah, it looks like one of those frozen, uh, like, what do you call it, fruit punch things, and has like, yeah. you know, this part's peach, this part's watermelon, you just want to grab a scoop of it and put it in a pitcher of water and just stir it up and just drink that, and yeah. I don't know, it's got good colors, uh, oh. intro is really hype, it's, you know, it's it looks like Tanoshi, 200% Tanoshi, and so much so the animation is surprisingly just, like, good. Blue cures. They just killed blue cures. Yeah. For yeah. They, they just gone. took my advice. Yeah. It, it's good, it's it's well animated, uh, it's a great apology for healing good getting fucked over, they're giving us, you know, a lot of Tanoshi, you know, they want to make the fans feel better after all this bullshit we had to deal with corona and bill gates and, you know i accept your apology john toei i really appreciate it and you know i, I hope the season goes over well i'm looking forward to next week's episode with uh, coral i mean it looks like it's yeah we were all yeah we're all watching oh. it uh, we're, all, we're all up to date we all like another important detail you know if you're still not sold on tropical rouge it takes place at a beach Therefore, every episode is the beach episode. I mean, I don't think you can get much better than this. It um, it's a show. It's a show, yeah. It's a show. And it's it's very, very, very big pandering to the big friends. Okay. So, would you guys recommend Healing Good Precure? Honestly, I'd say it was the only show of 2020 worth watching. I mean, the season as it was 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 pretty trash with a lot of you know just fucking stupid shows like Corbo's Spider-Girl show and stuff like that, but I think Healing Good really stood, you know, head and shoulders above the rest. Yeah. And, um, Jejun? Uh, I mean, Healing Good was pretty good, but if I had to say to, like, watch any Precure, just watch the old season Splash Star. That one, it's got a lot of DBZ energy. There's, like, a really hype boss rush where they just murder all the previous bad guys effortlessly. But, I mean, Healing Good was pretty good. If you had to say watch a show from this year gotta make it healing good i can't think of any contenders so yeah i guess yo i'm gonna say out of the three episodes of healing good i watched without subtitles i i i would say i would highly recommend this show and i think i'm on good authority being able to say that because oh, yeah. i've seen at least three episodes of it um very good show highly recommended if you like pretty cure if you don't I don't know. Sure. Yeah, I guess if you if you don't like Pretty Cure, it might just be time to you know turn in your fumos and go get some Funko Pops. Yeah. Might might want to watch some Steven Universe. Stuff. That might be more of your. Yeah, that might be more up your alley. Well, thank you, everyone. That was uh, all the time we have left for the Weedcast, the best game show 
in the network. Uh, Frig won. Frig won the show. Frig, Frig, guess what you get. Frig, guess what you get. Oh, is it Hanada? Frig, you get six Chiyus. No! no! Oh, bitch. Oh, you can run over the Chiyus. Oh, okay, that, that might be pretty cool, yeah. I mean, if you can, like, kill them in spectacular ways, I guess that'd be cool. Alright, we'll see you later. Check it out! Step by step! What's it all about?